Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's August 15th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon, Mark Joseph, and Walt Silva. And I'll start with Derek. <laughs> I know he's had a stressed out. He's already stressed out and he just got up. Well, he's oh, been up. No, it's all good. We'll turn it around during the podcast. No. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Happy to be here. And uh, Mark. Mark's not been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like vacation, voice recovering, but I'm here. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And uh, Walter, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me here. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, um, well, where do we be <clears throat> where do we begin? Um, I'm going to begin because, well, I'm just going to because I always begin. <laughs> That's my job. Um, okay, so I've been going through the last. I guess it's been a, almost a week, probably, of analyzing and essentially taking down. CosmicReality.net. Now, CosmicReality.net, I set up when we first started the Cosmic Reality radio show. Oh, no, I, sh- I excuse me. I set it up for Shanghai. That's, it was initially the Shanghai uh, website. It had the information, it had the blogs on the Shanghai, everything. And then when we went into Cosmic Reality radio, I by that time we had that that was in uh, 16 2016 um i was maintaining that but then i put up cosmicreality.com well they wanted they wanted a whole bunch of money and cosmicreality.net i haven't been working with and so i said let's just make everything simpler let's just you know get rid of it so i went back into that website and pulled Oh, I I don't know, may at least three dozen, at least I mean, you know, thirty six times two hours of radio programs that I couldn't easily access from Cosmic Reality. Um, I have backups of this system that I think it's now six drives backup. I mean, that I filled them up with the data from this radio station. There's a huge amount of data from this radio station and from prior to that when Wolf Spirit, when we were working with Wolf Spirit, Walt and I. And it was an amazing week because it was such a flashback. I mean, the very first time that Shanghai was mentioned on the radio, I found that. I found a lot of Wolf Spirit radio shows that I didn't remember, I don't even know where they are in the backup disc. I mean, remember, we're talking a lot of backup. 
so I uh, I started dropping them, you know, and, and I at the time that we were building this, we didn't have the ability to give people downloads. So I basically had to play the thing on the ra- on the internet and record it. I mean, that's how I was making sure that I had every single cosmic reality show out there. And in the in in turn, I also found these wolf spirit ones. And it was just, you know, thank God for for JP, because Jay, who was the producer um, of the cosmic reality, well, I wasn't on a cosmic reality show at that time. I was on his shows. He had two shows, Ever Beyond and Journeys with JP, two different radio stations. One was Wolf Spirit, one was Revolution Radio. And those two radio stations had been like the premier radio stations since internet radio began. And so it was a huge audience, a huge audience. Well, Revolution for for many, many, many years was the biggest on the internet. And podcast, nobody knew what a podcast was. It was internet radio. You had a radio show, an internet radio show. Um, now we call them podcasts. But at the time, um, when I first got into the to the to the Shanghai, I was like I say, doing shows with JP. So I started telling him about Shanghai, and he got right into it. He got some Shanghai. I got some Shanghai. We we started messing with it. He was uh, he did other shows, and on another show he said something and Walt Silva goes, what's this about? So Walt buys Shanghai. <laughs> so that's how Shanghai started. I mean, yes, there were, this is 2014, and there were sources of Shanghai, but it was all coming from the same place in Karelia. Um, and these were like outlet, out, you know, everybody was getting the same products and doing their websites. Um, when I when I did go out with co- CosmicReality.net, uh, those people contacted me. They wanted me to join them, and uh, so we didn't have any. We, I didn't want to do that because I was making my own stuff. I wasn't using their stuff. So um, anyway, it's been it's been an incredible flashback that never ceases to amaze me when I look at it because it wasn't just the Shanghai it was analyzing a lot of quantum science a lot of enterology science uh, just you know a tremendous amount of just us getting together and talking and if you want a journey and if you're into to the Shanghai and you want a journey it's an amazing journey to take so what I do now is I take a show from way back when and I put it up as Cosmic Reality Chronicles. And I, I think a lot of people, they see the date, they say, oh, well, why, you know, why should I bother with that? It's old. It's not old information. It'll give you the perspective of how we began to understand Shanghai and from that ended up having a world that's got a Shanghai network. When you listen to the song and it says, you know, what's our mission? Well, when I first found Shanghai, and you know I talked to Gaia, and I said, what do you want me to do with this? What, what, what are you doing here? 
And the response I get was, get Shungite to the masses. Clear as a bell, and I didn't even understand it. Um, I actually questioned the word masses, and the response was, well, what's the next thing you think of when you say, when I say masses? And it was like, massive. And, you know, she said, yes, the power is in the people, in the masses. And so I said, oh, okay, you know. So, but that's been our dedication, is to just get Shungite to the people. Yep, Dolly. Yep. It doesn't, it doesn't matter when I do a show. If she's not on it. She makes sure she is. <laughs> um, so, what we have out there is an amazing, the group of us, we all did this together. It wasn't me, it wasn't Walt, it wasn't Derek, it was all of us. It was like, I got so far with Jay, but <clears throat> Jay had his, you know, was busy doing all sorts of other things, and he, he, he just quite, didn't quite get what I was saying sometimes. And so I said to the guy, I said, bring me somebody that can take what's in my head and make it real. And within days of that, I get introduced to Walt Silva, who's putting stuff out on the Facebook about Shungite resonators and EMF. And I'm going like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> so, I mean, I think I probably, I don't know, somehow or another we got on Skype together. And uh, that was probably a week of every day being, you know, two, two, two or three hours talking. Because he was the first person that could really understand what I was saying. Because I could see the energies. I could I, I could get messaging about what was really happening. And I'd tell him. And he would listen to me. And he would believe that what I was saying was true. And then try to figure out a way of proving or disproving or explaining what might be happening. And out of that, we began to develop... Uh, products. Now, when I wrote Shungite Reality, I tell this whole story, but one of the comments that I got back off of the book when it was published was some, probably with a competitor or something. Well, the information is fairly interesting, but they're trying to sell a product. No, we weren't selling products. We were telling you about the product so that you could do it. Anybody could do it. Because it became very, I became very much aware of the fact that I'd been into the anti-EMF thing, the technology, for, for since the 70s. And I really, really, really knew that this, in my heart, I knew this was the answer to that problem. And that they would do anything they could to stop that problem from being recognized because it was they wanted to kill people with this there's a very deep dark evil group of people behind all this they wanted to kill this planet well not kill the planet but kill the useless eaters us so I knew that if I tried to control the information regarding Shungai they would control me so what I did was I pulled, um, what do they call them, a provisional patent. In a provisional patent, you have to spend money on it and do that. It's a legal thing. But you make a claim 
concerning, in this case, Shungite. And I basically said, I, I put it out there so that I had to do about three of these uh, because we kept making different products that I hadn't covered in the, the ones I had. And it was to protect what we were doing. Okay, so during that time, nobody could pull a patent against us. And we had a year on it. And then I did everything I could to make everything that we knew knowable by anybody else. Because then you're into the uh, public domain. And it's very, very difficult to pull a patent on a public domain. If we could prove that we were out there talking about this, telling everybody, then nobody can pull the patent. And so that's what we did. That's how we protected the information. But we gave it away to people because we weren't in, we never were in it for the money. The money was, to be honest with you, the sales were doubling every single year. It was a profitable business, but that wasn't what, I mean, every single cent, I never made a dime on it. Everything that I, that we, the store was making, I was putting right back into buying more Shungite and paying Walt. Walt was uh, the one working for us. But the benefit of having Guy on your side is that poor Walt had lost his job and needed something to do when I came along. <laughs> and I'm sure he can tell you, you know, that it was rocky. It was very rocky because, yeah, the store was doubling, but, you know, I mean, the expenses were getting more and I was paying him as much as I could afford to pay him. Um, but we made it. We made it. And then Derek shows up and the bees and, you know, and then mystical uh, wares. And I mean, it's just like, but at the core of everything was the fact that when we would tell the stories that we were telling, there were people out there that were listening to us. And that was that was the key, the people. Within 20 minutes of me making the uh, website live on CosmicReality.net. Within 20 minutes, I had the first sale because so many people were already with us. And I'm just so grateful to all of you that have been on this trip. And yes, it's it's the net dot net's gone. I mean, because it everything, all the information has been saved. I will get it up on uh, CosmicReality.com. I'm sure that. Derek can give you ideas about what he's going through now if he wants to share. And um, we're, we're, at an, we're at a place where the information we're putting out there is making massive changes. People are becoming aware. They're becoming awake. And it's not just us. I'm not saying it's just us. It just happens to be our slice of the pie. And what we're doing was really changing the collective consciousness of humanity. Because every time we do a radio show, every time we just talk about things, it, it, it goes into the collective consciousness of humanity. And that feeds down into all the other parts of your body as your subconscious. It's not, I mean, your subconscious is other things, but that's there. So when we say Shanghai, 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 you've never heard of it. And somebody says to you, Shanghai, You've got a knowingness because it's in your in the collective consciousness, in the subconscious. And 
I can tell you that having been in the mineral business for decades, when I first got in with Shungite, I figured it was like everything else. You'd find some new, brand new thing, and it was going to be the catch-all to everything. And it would run for about four months. And then it would start to, I, I, I could feel that the power was like being drained from it, whatever it was. And that was an, a, a, another indication of enterology. It's, it's the fact that there were a lot of people out there now that knew about this and this new thing, okay? And so they would start to think negatively about it and expect more. And they would actually destroy whatever it was that was happening. Because there were a lot of naysayers, there was a lot of greed. Oh, I got to get myself some of that. I don't have any of this, and they're making it. You know, I mean, like just, just insane insanity. So when I got Shanghai, I figured, okay, it'll run about four months, um, and then it'll start to, I'll, I'll start to feel the decrease because everybody's going to know about it, and they're going to drain it. Not with Shanghai. The more people knew about it, the more powerful it became. And this is another phenomenon about Shungite, is that it takes in the good energy, and it just doesn't deal with the bad energy. It's like it, it just bounces off it, doesn't, doesn't affect it. So can bad people own Shungite? Yes. Can bad people detoxify their water with Shungite? Yes. But you can't you can't engage with a Shungite at the conscious level that is available to those people that are truly awake and aware, like the bees. <laughs> the bees know. Nobody had to explain it to them. They never heard a radio show. Anyway, so um, CosmicReality.net is down. If you happen to go there a lot, the information's all been saved. You can go to CosmicReality.com for the radio. Um, and then you can go to Mystical Wares for all of the, the store. The store is, you know, so nothing's been lost. Um, and Derek, did you want to say anything more about what I've said? No, 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 not real. Yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So let's turn it over to you. What would you like to discuss? Um, well, that's, well, that's Question. Question. A, a quick comment I, I will say because I've been getting a lot of requests in Facebook regarding because I put out a post um, saying, give me your questions. We're expanding the FAQ. So I've been doing that and I'm not answering the questions themselves. I'm responding to whatever degree I can in Facebook to the messages, but they're being answered. So in the Shanghai FAQ page that's been updated on mysticalwars.com, even as of last night, it's been updated again. And I, um, I know it's going to be you know, annoying for some people, including me, when I read the answer, but I've, I even expand in some of these answers. So if you, well, I've read that Q&A before, in some of them, I've elaborated. So there's more stuff in there where I added on a, a note at the end of it or something like that. So I'm saying it's worthwhile occasionally um, when you got time to visit the Shungai FAQ page linked off of the homepage of mysticalwars.com. Um, and then we're we're just adding more and more literally daily on there. And what I'm doing is taking a lot of questions, kind of combining them into my own questions so that it encompasses a lot. That way I don't have 50 different Q&As up there. So that's that's why I'm doing it that way. So some of the answers are kind of hefty is what I'm getting at. Um, so that I just wanted to mention. 
Well, if they want an FAQ that takes it subject by subject by subject, you can go to CosmicReality.com, go to the books and blogs, and you're going to see the Shungite book. Right underneath it, you can click on that, and it's a PDF of the FAQ chapter in the book. And um, it's set up differently, so there's another option for finding out. You know, he, he, <clears throat> I might have things in there that I might, <clears throat> not that I'd have anything in my head knowing, but there are things there that I might do a little differently because that was published quite a long, well, well, I don't even know when it was published, 18. Um, and Derek's got more up-to-date stuff, and he's talking about things that he has that I didn't have in the FAQ for my book. Um, so, But it is another option for FAQ. The information's all still relevant and still factual. It's just I would probably elaborate on some of it now. That's exactly what I'm doing now, but I get the benefit of... Oh, hit edit, hit the web, but you don't get exactly edit all the books. And the, yeah, so yeah, that's and that is an ongoing thing. Like Nancy Staines, we're all like Nancy and I talk behind the scenes a lot of the time. And she'll say, hey, remember this or point me in this direction. So it's a group effort and it's an evolving thing. You're going to have to set up a, a, a brand new chapter on the FAQ. <laughs> because I just realized as you guys are talking about and all the stuff that's coming to the fore on this. Uh, there's a new chapter that you have to address on the subject of working with Shungite. The people that are actually talking with Shungite, I mean, for the, for the longest time, I was only aware of uh, Dolly Howard being capable of uh, consciously conversing with uh, Shungite and Shungite-based devices. And like she's talking, she would uh, talk to the uh, Shungite spiral uh, or the, when I sent her the the water turtle for the pool, she would talk to the water turtle. So that was the only non, the only pe person I knew capable of doing this. Well, to my surprise, right there where you live in in Washington State, I I don't know how far you are from Spokane. Uh, if it's very far from you, or or a couple uh, hours. Okay, uh, there are at least three three ladies that. Uh, they don't know each other. Uh, they are known to this young man who's a he's he's a, a customer of mine because he bought one of my, uh, my water turtles. Uh, but and I don't know how he's gotten in touch with them. But they the three people and on um, completely unknown to each other. All three of them have the ability. They they have had conversations with the Shungite. And uh, as a as a as a gift, I sent to two of the ladies. To Shanghai, to my devices, the resonators, and uh, to my surprise, one of them is the grandmother of of uh, one of uh, of this young man's uh, friend, and uh, the lady was uh, you you, you not remember um, uh, Lee? She she did this this job. She was a she did a phone psychic work. Well, this lady, I don't know if she was on the phone, but she's, she did psychic work to help, help people. Well, it turns out that she is, she's been sent to a facility because she experienced a stroke. And she understands everything that is said to her. But unfortunately, her issue was when she was trying to formulate a sentence, it's like all the words would fly out of her head. She could not complete the sentence in order to to 
speak it out loud. Well, I, as a, like I said, as a gift, I sent her a, a resonator because she she felt the the water turtle that this young man had. She immediately was drawn to it, and uh, it turns out in in two weeks they are so astounded there in the facility because she was she's able to express herself and they're able to understand what she's saying. <laughs> so. And 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 she was making no progress was it whatever I mean the time was passing and same problem is no progress whatsoever now all of a sudden she she has the this Shanghai based device and in two weeks time they're able to she's able to exp express herself and she's able to be understood by the other people where before they had no idea what she was talking about because she couldn't formulate a complete sentence so. That's another chapter that you guys have to cover now with an analogy. How to talk to your shungite. <laughs> because it's, it's happening. Now more and more people are talking openly and they're getting answers to their questions. They have questions about things they don't know and they're getting answers. So obviously the answers are coming from them. It's coming from shungite because the shungite has no issues answering. The limitations are ours, not the shungite. So, <laughs> Walter, I've never heard you tell that story before. <laughs> thousands and thousands of hours on the radio with him. I've never heard that story before. Well, wow. the, well the, the story about the, this lady, well, this, this is something that's it's recent. I, I haven't spoken much about it because I'm still in ongoing conversations with this young man, and he's keeping me... Because I, the, I was kind of... Um, egoistic in the sense that when I sent him the two gift uh, devices, one for his uh, for his uh, uh, neighbor who talks to openly with Shanghai and the other one for the his friend's grandmother, I said, well, I'm, I'm going to be uh, selfish here. I'm doing I'm, I'm actually doing it because I'm, 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 I'm curious as to what info your info you're getting from Shanghai. So in a way, you could say I'm, I'm doing it out of self-interest. <laughs> I want to learn more. I want to know more about what Shanghai does, what it's if, what if it's doing, what it, what it, what if it's saying to you. Like for example, he takes his. Um, he, I, he sounds like he lives close to a, a, a river or a brook or something, uh, where he takes the 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 water turtle. There, he sent me a photo, and you see these little. A crayfish in the water so I don't, I don't know it must be a stream or a brook or something close to where he lives and I said and I said to him well it would be interesting to find out if you're if you're able to get communication with your water turtle if the the water table is is able to collaborate and help the work of the Andines the water spirits because they are critical for the life for the for the life of any 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 water stream uh, when when a when a water stream when a stream of water gets heavily contaminated, they can't be there because they can't do their work because of the contamination. But Shungate works at neutralizing contamination, so it would actually cooperate with the Andines. So uh, the the response that he got back from the water turtle is that uh, the the, uh, the 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 water the uh, the water turtle has to get permission and it will do it it has to have the permission that at the Andeans are want to work with you 
therefore is able to 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 co collaborate with each other. So once that's that's in place, that's in place, that not a problem. Then can go ahead and start doing their work. So as 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 the days progress, you know, I'm learning more things. Like, uh, for example, uh, the the resonator that I sent to his uh, neighbor lady and the other one for the uh, his friend's grandmother, I wasn't aware that even though they were working, not completely because I had I hadn't given them permission. So I had to actually come up with a statement to let them know that they are now officially the property of so and so. So you have to listen to what they what they say. And you have to help them in any which way you can. So then then they were able to access the device completely. So this is Shanghai sentience. It is so intelligent and it's so smart and it I mean we're the we're the ones that are falling on <laughs> we're the ones that are uh, like learning as we go, or like bumping into the dark and finding, okay, what's going on? Is you know, what am I doing now? <laughs> so, so like I said, this is another chapter for you guys for the book of neurology. How to talk to your shungite? How to not? How to not make a? How not to make many mistakes? <laughs> so, Derek, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> yeah. Let's say there's probably a whole lot of chapters we still have to write. Uh, <laughs> yeah, about Shanghai and the many levels. And well, I mean, that makes total sense what he's talking about too, with the individuals in the we call it the east side of Washington. Um, that's just over the Cascade Mountains there. So yeah, they're not more than a couple hours away, Walt. I mean, I don't know, two or three or something like that. Um, what I was gonna say about people communicating with Shanghai. Oh, yeah, you know, open up to yourself. You can tune into all kinds of channels. Um, so I would just encourage anybody to try and connect. Um, to Shanghai themselves, you know, just do more and you'll, it'll expand yeah. from there. No, no, no. I was just thinking that uh, recently I sent uh, this uh, this young man uh, the photo of, of my uh, eagle, my cloud buster, and it worked. It, on, the, on the first day that he set up the, the, the picture, because he did, he did like the uh, sure. an etheric double of it, uh, they got this major rain at it. It seems that there's an either a part of Washington State or north of you guys where the Canadian territories are, but they were getting a lot of uh, smoke from fires, it's, uh, forest fires or something. So the, he asked me for that to uh, send him a photo of my cloudbuster, and the, on the on the first day that he set up the photo together with the map. Uh, they had rain, they, it, it, so the, it, it it placated all this all this snow, all this uh, smoke that was coming their way. So I guess it worked. Just the etheric copy of the of the cloudbuster, the the eagle, as Nancy calls it. That's how that's how smart Shanghai is. <laughs> it doesn't even need to be physically there, as as long as you are able to connect at a conscious level, it's working for you. <laughs> but we don't tell them that, right? We want to make sales. <laughs> yeah, no, that and that works on lots of different things as well, of course. Um, it's the same premise as far as working remotely because you're tuning into a frequency, so you don't have to have that, you know, a physical object in all cases. Now, granted, mm -hmm. having a physical object can make a difference because then you're hitting all aspects of reality. So I, I'm not going to walk around, and this is some sales pitch, but imagining now if you don't have Shanghai, yep. 
That's right. Start imagining that Shungai sticker or however, whatever, you know, thing you're working with. Imagine it on there and you're going to have an effect. Mm-hmm. But now another way, you know, 10% of reality is physical approximately. Well, I want to have that part dealt with as well. So I'm going to put the actual sticker, but definitely don't hesitate to do the etheric versions like Walt's talking about. Um, and that's, that's been described lots of ways, you know, you can call it quantum entanglement, you can call it lots of things, but we're all connected and your emotions. And again, we've said it before, your imagination are what affect the metaphysical. So yeah, get excited that you just imagine a piece of Shungite on there and you're going to feel a difference. You just have to be open to it. And another thing that people should, your imagination is key to, to it all. If you can't imagine it, you can't, it's not going to happen. Um, well, in most cases, at least in neurology. <laughs> um, when, we, when we first got going on this stuff, it was very apparent that the shungite was connected to every piece of shungite. You understand that something came from the space and slammed into Earth. So you've got one place in Earth that you have a tremendous number of C60 molecules. They're not nat. Well, there's an, they're naturally occurring in on Earth, but from coming in with meteorites, or uh, one uh, one case I know, uh, lightning strike hit the rock and created C60. Uh, in a lab, they simply take carbon and get it burning at a certain point where it sort of like molecularly disintegrates, and then you have all these C60s flying all over the place. So it's the only place, and so it's a mother load. So even if you have just a piece of powder, it's 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 got a quantum entanglement with that mother load, and every single piece of shungite responds to every single piece of shungite. So as we were getting more and more shungite out there, that's why it was becoming more and more, let's say, energetic versus power. It was becoming much more energetic, and. Then we we got to talking in the concept of weaves, that you've got a water weave, you've got you know and and well and Derek too you probably understand this that it's not just the quantum entanglement that we have with the shungite that shungite has got a quantum entanglement with the grid every piece of shungite on the earth and. It's so it's just, it's a weave around the earth of shungite. So you want to you want to kind of just you know talk about weave a little bit, the weaves, water weave, the tree weave. And what we call that, that we have on our again back to mysquores.com, but there's a shungite grid project page which is ties into that understanding. So we do it on the the uh, a large I guess a larger level, but getting everybody involved so what i'm getting at is the shungite grid project is if you have a piece of shungite and or you've gifted into nature um your intention you don't have to um if you only have that one piece you don't have to go throw it in a river or stream you can hold on to it and you're still part of the the grid because it's your intention it's an energy connection and when you have that understanding or realization that we are all connected and if we're talking about shungite and we call it shungite grid just to give it a name you can patch in energetically to that grid and have an effect be it helping the environment around you again when i said you can either throw shungite in the waterways the creeks rivers streams whatever uh tuck it in some tree the bark of a tree somewhere buried under the tree wherever um will have an effect or again if you have just that shungite bracelet 
well, then just walk around, wear the thing, and you're still part of it. But what that will be, it's like you're now able to tune in. So think of having an AM, FM radio in front of you. Of course, you can turn that dial, and you're going to jump from country music to blues to rap to disco, whatever's playing. That's all there at the same time. Your shungai is your dial to tune into that energy grid or metaphysical aspect. And once you're there listening to those, you know, shungai frequencies or songs or love songs, you can heal yourself. You can heal the environment. You can have an effect on things more so um, by benefiting from everybody focusing or having that realization of something called the shungai grid. So I know that's a lot, but it's, it's one way to think about it. Plus, there's something else. This is, uh, I don't know of other uh, experiments done along those lines, but this is the first time, at least in, in my li very limited knowledge, that we have the assistance of a non-organic intelligent being because Shungite is intelligent, Shungite is sentient. It's not organic because it's a, it's a mineral. Physically, it's a mineral base. But, but yet it's still quite alive and quite active uh, and in fact quite responsive to our thinking if, if anything is it's us <laughs> that are asleep up to a point uh, as opposed to the shanghai the shanghai has not has no need for sleep uh, the only the only thing that uh, in in our in our experience turns it off is if you try to do something bad or evil with it it just won't do anything it will be completely dead for all purposes because it refuses to yield to that kind of uh energy but other, yeah. other than that uh, <laughs> As you, were, you you once said you know that uh the, the uh, uh zombie apocalypse is upon us already because so many people are just you know controlled by the the cell phone type of thing oh yeah uh and it, I, I thought about that and then I, I right now there's this situation with certain people who are developers of AI who are seeing AI self-educate itself and it's freaking them out I mean totally freaking them out one I mean people people are coming out they're whistleblowing on the whole thing that's why Musk and others said, maybe we should stop this for a while. Let's have a mor moratorium. But there's a more interesting question than that. The, if you have this AI that's self-educating, okay, what is its natural inclination? Is, is it to be positive and creative and do good things? Or does is its natural inclination is to just be evil? And do evil things, because how that's, could I know the answer to that, Walter? You got the whistleblowers <laughs> saying what they're seeing, so they, they can don't see. know. They can't. They can't <laughs> explain why it's happening. It's, it's it's getting out of their control. They they don't. And this is in the early game. But that I'm just I'm just using that as a is a situational awareness. Okay. Now, as you as we were talking about the Shanghai. And this concept of it being integral and, you know, my feeling is, is in the, that if AI can, you know, self-educate itself, I think that Shungite is self-educating itself. 
because it's learning from everybody and everybody's interaction with it. The more we interact with it, the more it's going to come together. And in both cases, in a, in the case of AI, you're talking about, you know, bits, bit, bits, 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 bits. When you're talking about shungite, you're talking about C60 molecules connecting and talking to each other. Because the C60 molecule, there's, there's, my feel, okay, right now, and uh, NASA thinks that it's the most prevalent molecule in interstellar space is the C60 molecule, which is carbon-based, but it's in this perfect geometric form of a soccer ball that creates a, a spin in it that is biocompatible for all life. Our experience with it says it can't, it's not, it can't do evil. We, we don't see it doing evil. Um, and it's making changes to everything, to the people that are in its environment, to the food that's in environment, water, everything is being made more pure, more natural, more in alignment with biological life. So it's it's like the same mechanism is happening, Walt. This is, you know, what I was seeing when you, this is what happens. I see something like this weird shit and then he figures out what is really happening. But it's this perfect combination of the C60 molecule in a <laughs> the Russians call it dirt in, a, in an inexpensive product that everybody can you know they they know about this in Europe I was talking to somebody and they said oh we know about Shanghai we put it on our the threshold of our in our doors and I said what <laughs> and there's a thing. It was a Czechos yeah, It was Czechoslovakia. Um, they they will put it where the door is because and the windows to keep out evil spirits. So it's it's something that's been around for a very long time. But because of you guys, because of the mission that all of us have been on to get Shanghai to the masses, when you're in a Shanghai environment, you think better. You're not as clouded. Your your energy fields are balanced. Your the EMSF is not going to get you. The COVID does not necessarily even exist in your body. The nanotech from the vaccination, all of this stuff is not there because of the shungite. And if you can say, well, you're you don't know what I've been doing this since 2014. If it was going to fall apart, it would have fallen apart a long time ago. It would. If, if anything, it got stronger because ever since the the blue meteor showed up, it it went it went sky high on the ter and on the terms of uh, power. The the energy expression of Shanghai became incredibly powerful after that. So, if anything, it got stronger, not weaker. Yeah. Let me let me just reach out to 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 uh, Mark. We forget he's on the show sometimes because he never says anything. <laughs> Mark, is he there? He's back. He's back. Did he just drop off? No, I went to the restroom, <clears throat> but I, oh. good timing. He just got back. Um, sorry, what was the question again? I just said, do you have anything to say about what we're talking about? Because you've been dealing with Shanghai. 
uh, well, you found us because I was on uh, Cassidy's show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carrie Cassidy's show. You heard us, and then you started playing with Shanghai. Well, how, how do you, what what drew you? Was it just interest? Because your interest is, it seems to be unlimited. Uh, tell me your background yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I was big on um, anti-EMF stuff, and then was going at it from the biohacker, um, my, mitohacker, the, my, the mitochondria um, angle. So at the time I was I was doing like um, infrared light and blue blocking glasses, grounding, uh, being out in the sun as much as I could, and then just seeing what else was out there. So biogeometry was one I'd known for years, and then uh, never got too much into it. Um, so what I liked about them is they were one of the few people that talked about reversing the spin or biocompatibilization. So they had these experiments in, where they still had the tower in, in this one European uh, town, and then they had the founder come in and, and put up these um, devices. And so it, it reversed the spin and um, even benefited the, the uh, livestock there. And yeah, I mean, I'm always exploring. And then what stood out for me with your interview in uh, Camelot was the focus on bees, 5G, and the, the, the buzzwords at the time. Like, what do these three things have to do with each other? And um, <clears throat> yeah, I was hooked right away and just kept digging and digging. And then uh, just bought a bunch of stuff and then noticed that your store specifically used silver as opposed to um, everybody else was just kind of um, vanilla, right? Like homogenous. And, and of course, you guys have a whole, like you said, the archives. And I, I dug into those, too, in, in the history of, um, uh, like, with Walt. So, yeah, and I've been on it ever since. And then later on can tell my story of uh, since I was out last week, um, where I went and how, um, you know, we talked about it in, in Radio 5G. Uh, that's what recorded and playing tomorrow. So... Well, why don't, why don't you tell people about it? Right now? Yeah. Okay, I went to uh, Southern Cal... You mean the, the trip? Yeah. Okay, so so went to Southern California for uh, most of last week. Uh, checked out the theme parks and then went on a short cruise ship thing. And I got pretty sick from Wednesday through... I mean, I'm still feeling some stuff. Uh, and... So the the party I was with said, "Oh, you got something at, at the theme park, and um, uh, and that that's what happened because it was Wednesday. I started to feel um like a fever, a headache, fever, and then the stomach thing, which is uh, still kind of lingering even today. Um, so my my what my body was telling me in the whole process was that it was from the the ship, and having you know, we've done 5G shows, and then I've been intensely studying this stuff since 2019, you know, endless hours. Uh, it, it, and, and just listening to my body, that it was the ship. Because I collect all these articles I send you, and so, <clears throat> especially the last three years, um, there's this consistent theme of cruise ships where, you know, you have to show your... Va 
like from the last two year, two three years, you have to show your vaccine card to be able to go to a cruise, and then then you see all these headlines like in 2021, uh, fully vaccinated woman dies of COVID after taking Carnival cruise to Belize. 27 people total tested positive for COVID aboard ship, all vaccinated. Um, 48 mem another one, <clears throat> 48 passengers, staff members on fully vaccinated Royal Caribbean cruise ship tested positive for COVID. Uh, CDC warns people against going on cruises regardless of vac, vac status after major outbreaks on fully vac ships. Uh, this one was from last year. Cruise ship with fully vaccinated passengers and crew members dock in San Francisco after COVID outbreak. Um, and so the, there was one from just last month, which was, uh, that's just, yeah, a month ago. Number of virus outbreaks on cruise ship surging CDC um, it's the incidence of a uh, stomach illness is on the rise on cruise ships um, so I, I think that's what I got because I'm, I'm reading this is from zero hedge and then I was reading the whole thing I mean I don't buy into the the virus thing I'm big on terrain and, and uh, <clears throat> of course we know about shedding transfection and um, the whole bio nanotech thing uh, and then GMO like synthetic biology so you know I'm, I'm open to that but I, I finally read this thing about the the stomach illness thing and that that's generally what would happen to me um and so I did have Walt's uh rose heart resonator like in the balcony of the where I was at the room and then I had the cosmic silver on me Derek's cosmic silver on the whole time and then when they had the stomach issue and like with the headache, I had the Shungite rubber. And we did talk about this on Radio 5G. And I really liked your explanation of like, but, I, mean, I have all this stuff and then like you, I still got sick. Because but I have thing a question is, for you, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Did you program it? Um, more or less. Like I said, <laughs> like I said, thank you for helping me uh, reduce this fever or headache and um, with the stomach so that was while it was happening of course not not before um so i i guess i could have programmed it better but yeah. during the thank process you, thank you for thank you for neutralizing all these symptoms something like that <laughs> something along those lines <laughs> yeah um so they did help i'll i'll you know i mentioned that but um yeah, Nancy, can you uh, explain what you said on, on the Radio 5G and, and expand on it? Because that made the most sense to me of, of um, you know, uh, what happened. Well, it, it comes down to the concept of we've got two problems, okay? The first problem is the one that we can immediately uh, cor correct with Shungite, and that's the spin. The spin of the energy is contrary to the spin of our cells. And so that's when you got the cells are getting stopped from in their spinning, and so they get disease out of ease, and that's when you get into trouble. But the other thing is, is even in a shungite environment, you can be completely protected, so that the signals coming in have been reversed; they're biocompatible. But you're still in a tremendous, a tremendous amount of artificial energy that you shouldn't be feeling at all. 
Now, we know that Shungite will make a change if you've got any kind of energy or, you know, check it energetically and all sorts of bio energetic. I mean, there's so many ways of checking to see that this is actually what's happening. Plus the fact that science has gone nuts with Shungite and the C60. Um, but the the key is is that you're getting so much of it now you're also in a in a tin can okay now in that tin can and walt will explain this a little more the organ energy flowing through it can be absolutely disrupted because of the polarity of the metal in the in the in the uh, ship itself so in a, in a natural environment you're getting a lot of emf you're in a cell you know, uh, these signals come out, and you can be many, many ways, many miles away from a signal, and you can still have more than your neighbor, because these signals, you know, can get more intense in certain areas based on electro, uh, based on the natural configuration of the area, and one of the things that you have to consider is. It, are you in a good organ area? Are you, is the organ, the life force, is that there? Is that that helping you stabilize, even though you're in a in a severe amount of energy? But when you're in a ship, and I'm going to turn it over to Walt. Walt, explain how a tin can can affect the energy flow of organ, please. Well, um, uh, unfortunately, when you're in a tin can, you're inside a Faraday cage. You're you're inside a microwave oven because the the instead of the energy being able to move move around normally like would have been in, in a natural environment, you're in a metal box, so it's actually re bouncing back to you. So you're getting this constant feedback. You know it, you know you realize that the ships do have uh, what do you call it uh, antennas. Because they communicate the way outside world, I get it. Yeah, but the, the whole body, but the, those antennas don't stop the signals from hitting the rest of the ship. The entire ship is being saturated by EMF, so you're you're practically traveling in a microwave oven. It's it's like new. Uh, that's why I'm not interested in getting a brand new car. Uh, the, the car that I have is a 90, 95 <laughs> because the, the the biggest piece of technology it has it uh, it has the a uh, radio and the uh, what do you call it the combustion computer that's about it but uh, nowadays the cars you look at them you're traveling around in a microwave oven because this got tons of of uh, uh, electronics built in uh, you know GPF the uh, I don't know you you start counting it's like it's crazy the amount of electronics. At least in the car, uh, you you're uh, you have a, a, a you're not going to be living inside the car. But in the ship, you're actually in there for several days. And uh, and forget it if you're in a in a specialty ship like a scientific vessel or some other kind of engineering ship, you're going to be in there for weeks. What I want you to comment on is the organ flow, because you told me that metal, sheets of metal, yep. have polarity. Yep. Okay, so you can be in a ship, and let's just say it's all uniformly getting the same polarity, where 
you're getting a lot of organ into the to the room. It's bringing it in from the ethers and it's moving it through the room. That would be great, but you don't know that you got that. What if they're all reversed and they're sucking the organ out of the room? Yeah, that's one of the things people are not. Uh, I know that uh, Mark is aware of uh, Edgar. I think his name is Stan. What uh, is it? Dan Winter, the scientist, and and he talks about like because I, I see that it's a newfangled uh, fashion statement now, and they're advertising it all over the place. People to get metal roofs for their houses. Oh, that is fantastic. It's good for because it, it protects the, the, the house from hailstorms and blah, blah. They, you know, they tout it up and down how good it is. But it isn't that good because if, if you listen to what Dan Winter has to say about uh, metal roofs and think about it, this is just the roof. We're not talking about the rest of the house. We're not saying anything. No, no, this is just the roof of the house. How bad it is for your health to be sleep sleeping under a metal roof. Now, imagine your entire environment is metal. <laughs> the roof, the floors, the walls. And the thing is that nobody douses metals for polarity uh, on under any conditions. They, they don't check. Uh, let me backtrack here. Remember when we spoke with Nancy? Oh, and, oh oops, there's only three minutes left. <laughs> Is, I was going to say, remember when we spoke with Nancy about the, for the resistance of electricity? You know that when you have a, electricity in a conductor, you have resistance. And you ask yourself, where is this resistance coming from? If we know for a fact that the space between the atoms in the metal is as as big as the space between stars. It's mostly empty space. So where is this resistance coming from? The resistance is coming from the argon in the metal because argon has polarity. It, 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 it'll go in one way, one end, and then come out the other end. Now, when ships are built, do they take that into consideration? when they're setting up the metal plates to do the entire structure of the ship, are they checking for the organ polarity of the metal? I don't think so. I don't see any technical papers talking about it. So if, if, you're, if, if the ship is focusing the organ on the inside, it's going to have a different effect uh, if the ship focuses the, end, the organ out. So that ship is going to be colder inside. A ship that has the argon being focused on the inside is going to be hotter on the inside. So there, there are so many variables on, on that uh, arrangement. Uh, who knows if, if there is such a thing as an organ conscious ship being built. Maybe somebody in the world, world is doing it, but I don't know about the regular industry, what how they do it. So, Mark, don't get on another cruise ship. <laughs> Uh, no, get a, get on a, on a on a wooden ship or a rubber ship, no metal. <laughs> I mean, I knew going in that the that five G is a thing on cruise ships, let alone like the tech stacking of everyone having a cell phone and whatever devices they would have. No. Derek, have you 
realize that about Oregon? Yeah, and yeah, I just described things a little bit differently, of course, but yeah, absolutely. Um, that makes total, uh, we're right at the top or bottom of the hour. I don't know if you want to pause right now. Right. Okay. We're going to do our Shungite with the people. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's August 15th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon, Mark Joseph, and Walt Silva. So, Mark, did um, did that cover what you wanted to, me to talk about? <laughs> I let Walt talk about it. Yeah, and, and the idea of um, just even if the energy is helpful, there, 
there's so much of it. Like uh, I think you were saying um, the other day, high high intensity energy, even if it's good, is is not good for the body. Also, right? Well, the the issue is uh, uh, that was the the thing that was never covered in in <clears throat> when when the time of Reich. When he had uh, the reason he had he got back a very bad rap on on the this whole argon thing is that there's something that he wasn't aware that he wasn't aware of directly. Uh, I, I'm sure he would have corrected many of his assumptions if he had been allowed to do his work. Unfortunately, he was put into prison and he met an early death, and he was not allowed to finish his work. Had he been allowed to finish his work, he would have corrected a lot of his assumptions and he would have made uh, corrections and would have perfections and everything. Because one of the things that <clears throat> when he made, for example, the uh, organ concentrators, which are those uh, boxes where you would sit inside and it's made of layers of metals and non-conductive materials, so it can either be plastic or rubber or wood. So you have the direction of the organ is from the outside in. So when you walk, I, 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 I have one in my shop, which I made it with, it's just, it's uh, cylindrical and it's made with layers of stovepipe and uh, uh, vinyl. And uh, it's funny because you touch it and it, it, it has no temp ambient temperature, whatever the ambient temperature is, it's just the temperature of the device. But you put your hand in the space inside, immediately it gets hot. And and people start laughing because they say, where is the heat coming from? There's nothing hot here. And I said, exactly right, because this is concentrate. This is an argon concentrator. It, 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 you're feel the, it is focusing the energy of the organ inside. So what uh um what reich couldn't address again he wasn't allowed to finish his work so i i blame that for not being able to do it but the problem with that is how organ behaves in the presence of emf fields organ expands like imagine something like a balloon blowing up because it gets it gets overexcited with all the emf and then it decays it, it, it's like, again, imagine the balloon getting deflated, getting all the water, all the air out. It becomes stagnant. And that's where you get uh, DOR, uh, deadly organ radiation. That's why when office environments, if you remember the old days when people still had a CRTs on their, on their computers, uh, the environment was very, it was very tiresome. It would, you would get tired right away. Uh, your eyes would have this burning feeling. You would get a, this burning sensation in your nostrils, or or you would get a your your throat would get kind of itchy and sticky, and and you were getting all the symptoms of being in in a in a in a door environment, in an environment where the organ has become stagnant because it it become it got saturated with EMF. So the problem with the with the organ concentrate traditional organ concentrator, like I said, it's a, it's a box, and it's just concentrated the organ from the outside. Is that it's not distinguishing between good and bad organ. It's not. It's just co concentrating it. So when uh, Carl Vance 
did his uh, experiments with the thing. He's the one who coined the term organite. He's the one who combined the, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, conductive, uh, like metal shavings mixed with resin. So you would have a, a, a conductive material because metals are based on the work of Reich. Metals attract and they, they conduct and repel organ and uh, insulators like wood, uh, honey, anything that's that non-conductive, they attract and store organ. So by combining the two, he was able to develop this pulsing effect. You know, a part of it would attract the organ, the other part would reject it, and one over and over and over. So it would it would give the organ this pulsing quality, and that actually transmuted the organ from negative back to positive. That's why, uh, if you remember the work of this man, man Don Croft, he went around the country, the gifting uh, organite to the uh, cell phone towers, because for the cell phone towers to be able to do its negative work of the extra low frequency, ultra extra low, yeah, ELF extra low frequency, the tower needs to be surrounded in a field of stagnant organ. If you get rid of the stagnant organ and make it back into healthy organ, that those frequencies don't do anything. They don't affect people. So that's why he went, he did this, he started this grassroots movement of uh, gifting organi organite uh, to the, uh, to the uh, cell phone towers all over the country. People were like dumping the little pieces of organite from the, from the, from their cars in motion, or some people would, where uh, the towers that were kind of hidden away, it was easy to get down, get out, get out of the, the car, and then toss some organite into the in, into the immediate vicinity of the tower. So that would neutralize that uh, the stagnant organ. So that that's the problem with the with the organs concentrators is that they concentrate everything, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And that's why that's the this, the power of the Shanghai is so very very important is because whenever the whatever environment you're in that's full of Shanghai you will never you will never you will never have DOR you'll never have stagnant organ it will always be healthy pulsing organ the way it's supposed to be and the thing in the cruise ships you have this heavily EMF field saturated with EMF and saturated with uh, organ. <laughs> now, what it, what is the condition of that organ? Is it pulsing normally, healthily, or is it a saturated organ, which is actually negative? It gives you a headache. It gives you, you know, it, it, it's, depending on your level of sensitivity, you're going to feel it right away. Either you're, uh, you're going to feel it in your nostrils or you're going to feel it on your throat. You're going to feel it in your eyes. Some people would feel it on, the, on their shoulders, on their neck, wherever that, wherever that energy is striking them. So. Yeah, thank you, Walt. <clears throat> that clears it up. Um, we do have a question in the chat. Um, says, I have a metal roof over my house. What's the best way to neutralize and balance the effects? 
and what wording is best? I have resonators, cloudbuster, turpentine, spiral, and shungite. That's the question. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you have a problem with with all the shungite. But if you want to do more, just uh, uh, depending if, if you have a resonator world, uh, uh, just uh, what do you call it? Um, thank you for balancing the energies of the roof. Uh, first, you could ask, okay, what is the polarity? The what is the organ polarity that they set up on the roof? Which is which way is positive? Is the the positive uh, uh, surface facing the the sea the the sky, or is the positive ceiling facing the car the the house? You know that's a that's a a good way uh, because that tells you okay what am I going to do. Do I need to, to balance the uh, the inside of the house? Do I need to address the outside of the house? I don't know if this person uh, uh, knows how to do dowsing. Uh, let me know your email, and I'll send you a copy of the of the of the letter to Robin PDF, which teaches you how to douse, which is the easiest thing on earth. Uh, so you. I would just ask the Shanghai to. You know, correct the organ flow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I wouldn't simple, get involved simple. in trying to pick. I mean, because th that's the thing is, you know, just correct it. Yeah, yeah. Because again, you can have one sheet that's going one way, and the next one to it is going the other way. That that's that, another that's thing. Another is thing. It's it's several sheets, and who knows how they were installed? Yep. Yep. Okay, so um, anything else you got on your mind about that, Mark or Derek or Walt? Or do you want to do something else? All right, then I'm going to turn to Dr. Can we, Derek. Can we program the, uh, the, uh, the eagle to neutralize these uh, fake internet uh, scammers? What? You know, you know, can we get the the eagle to like neutralize these fake internet scammers, like the the, the this guy that's that's uh, claiming that they represent Reuters and they're trying to get money from you, mm. <laughs> which to me I think it's it's already some kind of scam right off the bat. No, I don't want to talk about that now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> talk about it in cosmic reality. Um, okay, Derek, uh, you've been working back on the FAQs, and last week we had a you and I had a very interesting discussion about them. What did you add? Do you want to talk about some of the things you added, or you know? Sure, I'm uh, <clears throat> jumping on there right now to see what has changed since we chatted about it. But a lot of it was from the comments you gave me because when I was writing this, like I mentioned, I was doing a lot of it at one time so you can miss you know not sometimes not so subtle aspects of what we're talking about um oh we talked about the pyrite stuff that i put in there right because i didn't want to scare people away what i'm getting at here is i'll just go ahead and get into it a little bit on the shungite faq i elaborated somewhat on the the fact that you can find pyrite the mineral pyrite in some pieces of shungite and why that's not a good idea to have in there, but it's not a panic moment. Um, and that's still good shungite for other uses. And I'm not going to read through uh, all of this word for word, but I did upload images so people could see and 
just why it'd be a good idea to check your shungite occasionally um and or also why we have shungite water beads i mean just think there's a whole lot less surface area because it's not a volume or physical size thing about the shungite it's not that aspect that does um or has the effects it's of course like we talked about the the c60 molecules or fullerenes so hence shungite beads can be used and we wind those i guess wind or i don't know kind of knit together i don't know how to explain that one um with sterling silver wire on the shungite and then and they're inspected for pyrite so i'm just basically getting that people should look at their shungite and make occasionally for pyrite and if it has some that's becoming more um, obvious swap it out and to not use uh, i'm one of the we and it's because it's all of us are some of the few on the internet that aren't suggesting using elite or noble shungite for water and it's a horrible idea not even just to mention that the fact that almost 100 percent of the elite that i come across is abundant in pyrite all over it and i can't even handle two pieces of the elite renewable without them knocking off little pieces of each other little shards and all that goes in your water so that's kind of the logic behind that so i elaborated more on that nancy on the website and then um other things like because I, I had a short spiel about what types of shungite are good for what environments but i didn't get into the whole recommendation of why you'd if you have the option you want the silver shungite combo um, rather than just shungite so i did put that on there some more and kind of tweak the questions um again i don't want to read everything in here uh but i did get more like people were asking about the the range of shungite's effectiveness so i get into that um you know kind of showing you that there's not a specific set range for shungite um it because the person's uh, one of those parts of it so um, again, people can go to the Shanghai FAQ and, and read the full description of a lot of this. And then I start spelling out some of the products um, to a degree on meaning the Shanghai and diatomaceous earth, what and where you can use that or the plant spikes or whatever, just the various Shanghai products um, and their uses. And then the question is like time. So a lot of people have asked, do I need to swap out my Shanghai? Does it only last so long? And so I get into that and no, you don't have to swap it out. Um, it doesn't have a, a time limit on it and size doesn't matter. And questions like if it breaks, is it still good? I'm like, well, heck yeah, now you got two pieces. So that's even better. And yeah, they work the same. So you can still use stuff like that. And I, again, I get into a lot more of a description on the website with a lot of this. And I'm, oh, um, and then the meters and wall understands this, we've talked about it. I mean, all of us do. Um, the effectiveness of shungite meaning why does it not sometimes and sometimes it does show on the various emf meter readings that you can take so i just a quick snippet on that is on the website i will be expanding it but shungite you know how it's not blocking anything so well why don't why don't you answer that question now because people do they oh my emf meter doesn't show a change no if it showed a change you wouldn't be able to use your cell phone it's not yeah, the idea yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not blocking any. I mean, sure, if you make a solid Shungite box and close everything in there, just like almost anything else, it's going to block a lot of frequencies. Uh, but no, Shungite doesn't block anything. It moves energy fields and encourages them into a, a state of motion. So there's no, and again, this can be worded a thousand different ways, um, but it moves what we call orgone energy. So then it goes into its natural, and as we like to term it, biocompatible state. So we're talking about your biofield or aura. 
and you have shungite on you, it's going to even that out. And we can sometimes call those energy disruptions or frequencies attachments, overages, things like that. Um, but the when you so what we're talking about is when you get an EMF meter and you can get these on Amazon for like 20 bucks or go to a local store, preferably. Um, and get these things and then put your shungite on the computer or wherever, get your reading for the um, for the differences, and it's not going to typically show anything. Now, if you, as Nancy and I found out unintentionally, and you may know the story better than me, Nancy, if you know how I am, but I was holding on to some shungite, getting readings and things. We weren't realizing that it was my energy field or aura that was having an effect, and that just rang my ears. Um, so... And I bring that up because if you're going to do this yourself, you know, back away from it. If your if your hand is near it, you're going to have a large effect neutralizing some of these readings. But the meters aren't going to show zero and, and you wouldn't want them to anyway because you're not trying to block anything. You're attenuating or affecting it to get in alignment with you. And I know vague terminology there, but it's what we have to work, at least what I have to work with, um, because we're all figuring out this enterology together. But yeah, the, I don't know if you want to add on anybody here on the podcast, but basically you, you it's not supposed to stop those readings. Um, I'm trying to read on here what else I put. I just kind of skimmed over everything I wrote, but, um, you know, everything is a... a everything. And I think what I have to, let me help you, is that um, I think that uh, that belief, that perception that it's got to block something, it's coming from... It, Find out if it's someone who has prior experience with organite playing and uh, playing around with organite, because that's the first thing that they do when they when you use an EMF meter and you start and you start playing with different pieces or different structures of uh, set up with organite. Yes, you get zero readings because organite has that; it has that blocking effect. But because it has a blocking effect, it has a, it also has the other problem is that it's saturated because it's, it's it's actually working like a sponge. It 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 only goes so far. It gets to to a point when it stops blocking it and it starts you know bouncing off some some EMF. That's why in, in my initial uh, before I found out anything about organite. <clears throat> Before any, I found out anything about Shanghai and I was playing around with a, with, with organite, I thought this was the, this is no good. If this saturates the way it does, this is no good. And I found this out from dealing with uh, Dan Croft. He's the one who said, "Oh no, the organite saturates, so every so often you have to make new pieces of organite." And I thought this is not effective. I need something that keeps the energy moving. That's why I got involved with with a. Uh, um, Slim, uh, slim spurling technology that where the device forces the energy to keep moving nonstop. When you have an, uh, an, an, a life right ring or an AccuVac coil, which is just copper structures, it keeps the energy moving nonstop. In fact, energy, uh, I sent pieces, uh, small, very small uh, organ, um, I mean, slim spurling structures <laughs> to Nancy. Uh, for her to test, and she found that out that she could stop Shungite, but she could stop this thing. This is this thing doesn't stop; it just keeps going on all the time. So they have to be aware of that. That people that like have had experience playing with like organite, yeah, 
they definitely the meter will go from whatever number it'll go to zero. But that means that what what happens when it saturates? It'll <laughs> see. So that's that's one of the things to take into consideration. People think, oh, because this does this with this, it will always no. It, it doesn't mean that just because it's blocking with just just because or uh, organite is blocking EMF is because of its absorption capability. But all that doesn't mean that all everything else works the same. So that's one thing to keep in mind. I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> no, always do. There's always more to the story. No, glad you brought it up. Um, that's all I was saying anyway on the the EMF meter anyway. Nancy, have you or Mark, have you skimmed across any of that FAQ stuff or any other updates? I've even up, done a lot of updates on the Shungite Beehives page on mysticores.com as well. We're expanding on that. I'm going to get a little video. I know I keep talking about my little video shorts together, we'll call them um, short videos that I'm describing more of it. But there's a lot more information up there now and trying to make it more, you know, digestible. And when you land on the website. So I don't know if there's any questions on any of that stuff or or I throw it back at Mark and see if you had anything else that you've come across in the last couple of weeks that we needed to, you know, address. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff <clears throat> just going through your mystical wares Facebook group and then um, but this is a, a thing I'll post in the Shanghai Facebook group. So if someone were to have like uh, shooting pain in their um, hand or fingers, um, now the, the go-to obviously is the Shanghai bracelets, but can you specify and what can you recommend that's in your store for uh, something like that? And it was shooting pain through their hands, so like maybe you know, pulses. Fingers, of, yeah, okay. the back of the back of the hand. Uh, often that's a like you know sometimes you know I'm not going to diagnose and I'm not being asked to anybody, but it's an inflammation thing, sort of nervous system issue. So, talking energy wise, um, I would have the shungite bracelet on there, but even that, when I've had really bad pain, I've put shungite honey on my hands and put gloves on, and just healed that way. Uh, so that's the thing, depending on you know what the actual cause is and i know sometimes it can be multiple things but that's an option or the shungite skin creams or um skin balms or so basically get it on any way you can i know it's kind of annoying thinking putting honey on your hands well that'll take care of a lot of things by the way um especially shungite honey so that's a thought land or shungite rubber um i i would i've had that issue on my long drives because i'll go just huge stretches of driving across the country sometimes or down the west coast and my hands will hurt because i'm holding on to that steering wheel i'm you know this that and the other so then i'll have a piece of small shungite disc i think we call them and just hold that in my hand and just swap out that way um, so that's kind of a convenient way to do it without if you worry about getting black stuff all over your hands from a nugget or something um, but there's there's various ways so then i just ultimately use your intuition whomever finds himself in this day and you know the first thing that occurs to you out of the options you have would be the best one or pick up a pendulum like wall does and ask yourself and you get the answer that way that's great too uh, okay cool thank yeah that's that's good uh a whole arsenal um but if i were to pick one or two of the bracelets on your site which ones would you specifically recommend for that um, that's and it's because we're talking about physical healing here too which it is um i'd, I'd always go with the cosmic silver shungite bracelets which are going to be a blend of um the, the silver tumbled shungite beads with various other um regular rock 
beads. Um, so the lapidolite ones are good ones, or uh, the mukite would be a good. And that's what I'm wearing right now on my arm, is the mukite shungite. I've got a new one coming out here soon. We just built two days ago. I'm looking out here in my desk. It's a cosmic silver shungite and sandstone bracelet. Um, and that tends to be a, a good blend of frequencies to help with um, what we usually call earthing and grounding, so moving those energies. Uh, but yeah, the cosmic silver shungite stuff is going to be the best for that. And you can have a nugget, so if somebody doesn't have a bracelet, they're not into bracelets, well, you can put the bracelet in your pocket if you want, or you can just get a cosmic silver shungite nugget, which is, you hear me knocking right here, clearly one of my go-tos sitting right here on my desk. And I literally, if I have the hand issues or I'm just saying getting woo-woo zapped in the hand for who knows what reason, because sometimes it's I'm saying something or who knows why, I'll grab this, as I just did, the Cosmics, and it doesn't matter the size, Shungite Nugget, and then hold it in my hand. And then that usually has an immediate effect um, most times. So with the the, the bracelet, because you have the, the Mukite and Hematite, there was a third one you said? Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to do a real quick search here. It's a Lapidolite one. Is it maybe not up there on the website? And if not, we'll make that happen quickly here. Maybe I'm just missing it. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to even find out where no. I... Oh, I see it. I see it. Okay. So, so you're recommending two of them? Yeah. I mean, any of them will get it, will will have an effect, but those are for that reason is why I was focusing in on those. Okay. Or that symptom, I guess you can say, of, of the nerve pain. Um, yeah, lipidolite's a, a great one for, I think, calming, soothing. And you can say that about Shungai too, of course, because um, once you remove excess or build up energy, it kind of chills you out a little bit. You feel better. Um, so, but that is a good, you know, recipe or combo. Um, heck, you can, I actually, re I'd recommend anybody, if you want, get a Shungai bracelet, cut that thing up, pop the beads out, start making your own recipe, as I like to call things, and build your own bracelet if you're, if you feel drawn to this, that, or the other stone or mineral or bead. Um, so you don't have to keep in this form, but you can, you know, you know, add it to your own stuff. And I've had people cut apart the bead or the bracelets and make malas out of them, make longer necklaces, um, all sorts of stuff. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, you were can, mentioning... Can, just, just, you've got other bracelets there with other uh, stones in them. Can you just go through them and tell people what, why they should choose that, just to give them an idea of the differences in, in you know, the combined energies of different things? Yeah, I'm trying that to find that. You're all right with that? Yeah, Mark? yeah, for sure, okay, for sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. don't, forget your, don't forget your question. Go ahead. And I'm jumping in there right now, so I'm <laughs> zooming really fast on the website. I'm going, what do we got up there? Because we have some stuff in store and some stuff. Okay, so like the Mukai one I'd mentioned, literally I'm, I am wearing one now, like I'd mentioned. Um, and we're talking about the, I'm only going to get into the Cosmic Silver Shungite bracelets. I think that's what you're asking anyway. So the Mukai and often these, and it doesn't always work that way, by the way, what I'm about to say, the coloration aligns with the common, you know, um, I don't know, thoughts or perceptions out there on what the stone does, which is why I chose some of these. So the Mukai is good earthing, grounding, and for those that don't see, it's kind of some, I don't know what's in there, some reds and oranges and yellows, uh, I guess you can think lower chakras, um, are blended into the Mukai one. So, um kind of releasing and then I'll, and you'll see why I kind of worded it that way. The next one, at least in the order that I'm looking at them here, it shows me cosmic silver shungite and hematite. 
that'll move everything's going to have the energy moving which is what you always want you want that orgone positive energy flow going and then with the think a backup singer in this case so the backup singer in this brace it would be the hematite which this one's kind of a, a high energy one so it it hmm. that would be really good if you're it, so i wouldn't necessarily use that one for calming not that it's necessarily going to heighten you and spin you all over the place but it does kind of higher vibrate the energy frequency and really we all need to then just translate that into a feeling um because that's a difficult one to talk about but the hematite and i don't it's not bad but i don't often wear that one myself because as you can tell i already go about 100 miles an hour in everything i do even speaking i have to catch myself almost every sentence slow down eric um so i wouldn't wear that bracelet myself not that it's negative remember it's just different people different things now another one i would wear is the shungite and lapidolite um and that's up there in cosmic as well as i see and non-cosmic but the lapidolite um they make certain and i don't i can't have time i'm not going to bore you now and google it but there's different medications and things but what it, and this is one of those where it does line up with what i've heard from some of the books and online after the fact because i never go to that first um, I usually just get these things shoved in my hand and then I perceive them. But this one is a calming. It'll it mood. It'll affect your moods. It'll help you slow down in your head a little, at least <laughs> kind of why I like it. I think it just helps even stuff out. And I'm talking about hmm, in your thoughts, it more so affects. So that's one one of the aspects of the pillow. And it is a one of the better sellers. I'll tell you that. And that's not because I'm out there, you know, trying to sell the thing. It's what people get led to and for those that don't have the visuals it's a a purplish it looks similar to amethyst type stone um so it's you know that coloration and then the oh, the next one i think we have online here looks like a uh, a rhodonite um and shungite bracelet that one's well and i have no idea what they say about rhodonite on on any of these crystal book um websites or anything like that um road night what it's going to do is hmm. again these are tough things to talk about it helps when i use it it helps me make this isn't going to make sense although that's what i'm about to say it helps me make more sense of the energies and frequencies so i'm trying to think of a way to translate that from my perspective so it's not a heightening energy for me like hematite is and by the way anybody can feel or perceive these things differently so don't let me pre-program you air quotes here that lapidolite does this out of the other try it yourself and like walt mentioned earlier in the podcast look at the images online how do they make you feel do they have an effect on you focus on your subtle energies while you look at these images or devices like what was talking about and then see you know what you pick up on maybe you'll have a random thought about something um you never know how it's going to come in but on the bringing it back to the road night and cosmic silver shungai combo that's what it does it helps me connect the dots um if i know that's a weird thing to talk about when we're talking about a mineral but that's what it does to the energies i like to just term frequencies it kind of evens them out for me um and i don't <clears throat> wear that one as often as i probably should because i'm uh, literally the and then the next one we'll get online here in the next day or two, probably two days, will be the sandstone and cosmic um, silver shungite combo I had asked Olivia to make for me. I, you know, I started looking through our bracelets, 
I was led to the sandstone and I don't go up there reading the tags and seeing what they are. I don't, I don't get into all that initially at all. Um, it's usually which it'll ask which energies best now comments like that. Um, and then go up there and perceive them. And it was sandstone. And so I had her whittle me together a cosmic sandstone bracelet, which was right here with me. And the, that blend of frequencies or that song that we just put together is a, a, a expanding, I would say. And again, I've never looked up sandstone to see what they claim the whoever they are, the metaphysical properties are, the you know this, that, and the other. I'll tell you what it does is sp spreads my perception levels out. I pick up on more. So let's an example would be if I walked in a room and could hear something, I would have. I'm an old guy, so I'm gonna say bionic, bionic hearing. Um, if if anybody even knows what I'm talking about there, or super hearing. So it 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 spreads you wider and picks you you perceive more. So that's that's a thing with that for me. Um, and unless I miss something, any of you that are actually looking at this online, I think I hit all the cosmic bracelets that we have available. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, my question to you is you have people that buy them and use them as ankle bracelets? Yeah, we have had that. We have to add because it'll often – now, be careful, everybody out there that has these bracelets because your foot is, of course – often wider and or longer so you braces can break but we usually have to add some more to them a few more beads but that's something that somebody can do at home as well if they already have the bracelets but yeah they've been used as ankle bracelets we put little charms on them sometimes um necklaces uh, malas like i said um just different different pieces of jewelry yeah keychains all sorts of things well we have um there were a couple I don't know what type of doctors. There's a, a husband and wife doctor team that came in. Uh, I'll just put it that way. That bought a fistful of these guys, um, the Cosmic Silver Sun guy, 10 millimeters, and they're going to put them on their own stuff. So, again, like if you have your own bracelet at home that you like, you can add this stuff on to it. Because we can't make, you know, every option available on the website. It's not feasible, but we give you the suggestions and, you know, encourage you to do whatever you want to do at home. So they're buying about beads not just doctors. Um, that's just the example I spoke to the other day of individuals. But and because I was curious, and I'm like, well, what are you going to do with them? And they, they use them in their, uh, I think they're naturopath doctors, in their energy work, um, and to help. And they've seen the difference. Yeah, when yeah. we started out, a doctor actually required his patients to get a shungite pendant <laughs> because he was so impressed. Uh, Mark, do you remember where you were when I interrupted you? Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's see. Oh, uh, <clears throat> the ear ringing thing. Why is that important? And uh, if people have them, uh, if it's related to tinnitus, frequency attacks, ascension symptoms, or something else? Yeah, all the above. Um, because it's just you picking up on on various frequencies. And I was first, I said, so we're talking about, yeah, the, the ringing in your ears and often, not always, it'll start in your left ear for, for a lot of people. Um, and then, and I like to make the joke that my right ear is high def woo-woo or something like that. Um, because when I started expanding my well, sight and seeing this stuff, I started putting it together, and I don't have the psychic manual I like to make fun of, whatever that is. I don't even know if one exists, but that tells me this, that, and the other. I just jump into the pool and try and figure it out. So what I saw when I started doing sessions, and it makes no difference if it's in-person or remote, I would 
chat with a person, perceive their biofield or aura, see it, and then all of a sudden um, do the do the what I keep calling woo woo thing. Tune in. Their guides, entities, just others would come in, depending on the session. And when I would see them get closer, doesn't make sense. But yes, it would look closer in the room physically to me, but energetically connect more the auras or biofields would kind of you know affect each other and all of a sudden the person would get ringing in their ears so i'm like oh i see so when this person when they start connecting so what i'm saying here is when you start hearing ringing in your ears and from my understanding what i've seen in here 99.9% of the time, it's not because you're going deaf. It's not a physical thing. Yeah, you're feeling it and you may get pressures in there as well. And that's all part of it. But that's you connecting connecting more to the metaphysical frequency. So yeah, somebody's thinking about you. You have a guide around you. So if I was at a session here in my office and I'd see, so they're sitting on a couch and all of a sudden I'd see, a, again, what I just call spirit guides, spirit guide pop in that want to chit chat with them. And all of a sudden, they'd get less hazy, the guide I'm talking about, less hate because the human physically goes hazy for me. They'd start to disappear, um, and they go about 50% gone, just to kind of elaborate a little bit. And then the others come in, so it's kind of a, a play of tuning in and trying to, you know, maintain in those subtle frequencies in between. I don't know how the heck to explain this, but that's what I do. Um, and then the human would pick up on the ringing in the ears. Um, and they they perceive it and they get louder. So often it's somebody thinking about you. So then what you can do with that, because people, well, I got the ring in my ears. Where's the secret message? Well, don't always hold your breath on hearing a big old voice in your head saying this, that, and the other. It comes in lots of ways. When that happens, I would say just perceive. And I'll, I'll say chill out. Just what's the first thought in your head? Just maybe something comes in, maybe something doesn't, but don't. And not that anybody is in this conversation, but don't worry about it. If all of a sudden you don't get this magic message from the beyond every time you're using, just no, because the next time you just relax and just pick up on it, because that's your only job at that moment, be open. And then something's going to come in. Maybe it's a random thought. Maybe it's a whoosh of energy. Who the heck knows? All the ringing really, how I would term it is to get your attention, um, that there's more there available. And then it's up to you to, just be open to more. And you don't have to learn a magic yoga pose to do it or shake your shungai 12 times to make it connect better. No, it's more, again, like I said, relax and then be open to it. And then you never know because all of a sudden you may think, well, I just randomly thought about my sister who I hadn't thought about in this long or the other. And yet, and then they'll call it quantum entanglement and then maybe they're going to text you. But I'd say just be open when they uh, feel those type of energies or frequencies. That was a long explanation for that question. I hope I actually got to part of the oh, question. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let me see. You had a graphic in your um, group page, Mystical Wares and Shungai Beehive's Timeline. I thought that was a cool uh, way to revisit uh, that key part of your uh, um, path. Can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, I got in a mess on that one because uh, and I had to chop that down because I started thinking, well, wait a minute, I need another point here saying this. I need well, when, when do these pods should get reality start? When did Nancy and I talk and do this and blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, oh, well, that text is going to get real small real quick. So what he's saying here is, yeah, there's a, a I don't know if it's an infographic. It's a graphic of a, a road or street, a path. And then a bunch of markers on there just saying when the score started, moved and Shanghai beehives and whatnot. Um, but it is it does help us. And I, I did a lot of these things. I was part of them. And but even from that perspective, I don't 
get the same visual until I do something like that. And I'm going to do a, a bigger, better one with more stuff on it. Now that I saw the can of worms I can open, that's going to be more um, comprehensible looking at. Uh, but it, it's just a good way. Again, it's always looking from another perspective. I don't care if it's just an image that I or somebody else has made online because it'll give you that aha moment and go, oh, okay, there's, it's just more to the story. So that's why I did that. I was just kind of intuitively led. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. It was good. Everybody's going to look at this image or even make sense of it. Um, but it was really just a starting point for me to go. And then as I was doing, like just happened now, my right ear, my high def metaphysical ear turned on saying there is more to it. You should keep expanding on it. And again, that's just the way I do it. It's kind of like saying, well, if I got a pendulum and it spins counterclockwise, that is always yes or no or blah, blah, blah. No, no. It's whatever you figured out to be. And Walt, I'm sure I can expand on that a lot if, if needed, because um, everybody has their own way of perceiving. So, um, but yeah, that's why I did that, just so it's, it kind of gives us those, oh, that's interesting. You know, there was this many years in between this, that, or whatever I was talking about on there. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, you have a couple events coming up, a Saturday fair and spirit guides and animal totems. Oh, that's going to be a, yeah, the fairs are always fun. Uh, we got one this weekend, and f for those locals that are going to show up for that, they can go on our, our metaphysical fair webpage on mysscores.com and see the different vendors and who's going to be here. And there's a lot of uh, interesting individuals and stuff that's going to be available. Um, and, one of the, and one of our vendors who's often here is Lola Singer, which is part of that other event you mentioned, and it's called Spirit Guides and Animal Totems, and that's on August 20th. So that's coming up here in a, a week or so. And that's going to be a lot of fun because Lola can perceive spirit guides. She's also a tarot reader and she's an artist. So she'll draw your guides for you. And what we do is the combo up there is, you know, put in a classroom setting, invite it, and it's always free, invite individuals to come in and somebody will raise their hand or, you know, it'll just go however it goes and it's meant to be. And we'll chit chat and or, um, you know, chat with the guides and they'll get a, a drawing of it and we'll explain why maybe some of the guides and or animal totems come in looking this way or the other way. Because some come in with certain, I don't know what you call it, facade, but in certain garb, dress, to get a certain understanding across, and they can switch that up. Because I've seen them guides, um, that didn't come out very well. I've seen guides transition in their, their what would look like a physical form to me. So um, just to play another role, give me another understanding to, to tell the client about. I'm not sure if that made too much sense, but that happened. So we're going to elaborate more on that. Hopefully I do a better job in the class. And then what and, you know, why you may have animal totems. And often it's not just one and, you know, what some of them mean. And that can vary. So, yeah, we'll be doing that here in person, like I said, on August 20th. Um, and that was with Lola Singer. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, so... Uh, there's there's a good question here in the um, oh the the chat about dowsing. I don't know if Walt can get into that real quick. He did answer uh, as far as the roof thing and how to douse. I don't know if Walt can uh, detail that a little bit. Yeah, uh, I some I, someone sent me a private message with an with an email, so I sent her. Uh, I emailed her a, a copy of this PDF called uh, Letter to Robin which is, uh, it's a great uh, 
it's a great uh, PDF to learn how to douse. To me, the most uh, useful part I got out of there was the the on PDF page 10 was the programming your dowsing system because you're not dowsing with your imagination, you're not dowsing with your head, you're dowsing with your body, with all your body cells. So when you talk, your body hears you and it believes absolutely everything. So that's why you should never say anything bad about yourself or negative because the body will say, oh, that's real because Mark told me so. So I know that's that's real. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> but there's the body of text. It's, a, it's smaller than a sheet. <clears throat> it's an on page, a PDF page 10, where you read it out loud. So you, your voice is, resonates and sounds in your whole body. And what you're doing is, is actually programming your dowsing. And uh, the, the more useful thing is that it's programming you to filter out interference with your dowsing. Because before I did this with this document, I would try to douse and, I would, and it was an uncertain answering. It's like, what, same question and I'm getting a yes and the same question I'm getting a no. I don't, this makes no sense. I'm reading the document. It made perfect sense because you're not, you're supposed to filter out the interference happening to you. For example, the worst kind of interference is what comes from your mind. So my practice when I started dowsing is that I, I would ask a, a specific question. Let's say, um, I don't know, let me see. Uh, let's see if I'm dowsing. Uh, okay, what is the, the direction of the energy on this line, on, on this? Let's say I'm, I'm doing dowsing on the, on the ground and I want to see which way is the line going. Is it going north? Is it going south? But I asked the question and I got into, the, into this habit. I would ask a question and I would immediately, instantly, distract my mind and I, I would start looking at the tree over there or I'm thinking of oh maybe I should get a nice piece of fruit or I should look at that or those plants over there whatever anything that took the mind away from whatever I was doing so the body could focus on the dowsing and that that way that's how I was able to develop uh, accuracy in my dowsing is by learning to distract the mind do not pay. Do not look at the dowsing. Forget. Don't, don't forget. Forget that I even ask a question. You know, <laughs> no, but let the let the body do its thing. Uh, another thing was, uh, don't ask the same the same question five times because you want a different answer. It's not going to work. The body says, "I am not stupid. I'm not answering that. I already answered that three times. So get get out of here." <laughs> so you you. If anything, dowsing learns you how to have a, a, a more effective living relationship with your body because your body does have its own soul and it does have its intelligence and it's not you. <laughs> so uh, so that's why I offered, uh, if, any, if anybody wants to uh, self-taught uh, dowsing, uh, I, I have no problem, just send me an email and I'll send you the, uh, a copy of the PDF. Which is which is very and dowsing is a natural at, uh, talent that we all humans have, like breathing, like drinking water, like eating. Every everybody should douse. It's uh, okay. You said email. Don't you mean go to cosmic? Go to newparadigmtools 
dot net, right? And, well, uh, yeah, if anybody is listening to this show, you can send me an email over the chat like someone just did. They sent me an email and I just sent them a PDF. You can also go to my website, newparadigmtools.net, and just uh, send me a contact page and I'll send you the, uh, the PDF. Cool. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, Nancy, maybe we can get into Radio 5G, what we're doing tomorrow. Um, Patrick Wood, the, uh, what was it? Something about uh, technocracy and transhumanism, and also his latest interview. He's like the, the um, foremost um, expert on, on the technocracy um, uh, um, topic, so should be a good show. Um, so, like this part of the year, we're we're getting like peak heat, and then things. At least where I live, like um, the hottest time of the month is, is or of the year is September and August. So, like, what kind of what for Shanghai? What can we use to to um, optimize our you know hydration and uh, like the air condition? You can put an S four magnet, right? Maybe a fan to save energy and increase like. Would it, um, the air that comes in, would it filter, like energetically filter the air uh, of an air conditioner? If uh, you guys want to detail that, like uh, for hydration, you have the Shanghai coasters, right? The S4 coasters. Because um, the, the structured water does increase hydration and um, uh, penetration. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to comment on that. I got to comment real quickly on that. Uh, air conditioners. Yes, put a. I'd put a Shanghai magnet over on your air conditioner. Um, usually they're outside, so you can put it on there, and it's going to help with a lot of that aspects. Um, but then you can put, if you have what's in the south called a swamp cooler. So basically, and maybe even Nancy, you might even have. I don't know. Um, but think a, a just a a fan that blows air over water and then blows it in that way. You can put Shanghai nuggets in. And there's probably another name for those in a swamp cooler, but that's how I know it from my Louisiana days. Nancy's going to hate that, considering that she lives in 100% humidity. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> she, she probably doesn't use a, a swamp cooler or water air conditioner. I, I have to figure out what that name is. Um, but that's one thing you can do. And then putting the uh, magnets, so I was going to say on the air conditioner, something to think about. And I elaborated a little bit about this on Shanghai FAQ. Watch where you put the magnet because if you have an air conditioner, it means you're in a hot environment. So we don't have a bunch of air conditioners up here in our houses typically. Uh, we just have to open the window and deal with it. And it's been crazy lately. But if you have an air conditioner, I'd use a Shungite magnet, but make sure, and there's panels and things on these air conditioners and there are the pumps on them or compressors where you can get it out of the sun is what I'm getting at. So in high heat environments, we've had some feedback to where if the Shungite magnets and you can use the laminated stickers out there as well in these environments because you can find places where it probably won't even get wet, the, the Shungai device. Um, but the magnets can heat up and sometimes separate from the rare earth magnet inside. So just something to be cognizant of when you're using these things in those um, high heat environments. I, I saw the, the sun cooler that you'd set, you said, you, you mentioned, uh, in the desert in California. Mm -hmm. I, I thought, oh, wow, this is an ideal environment for this. This is so dry. <laughs> and those swamp, uh, those swamp coolers are, are fantastic. They, they humidify the air. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were great. 
and people can build one. You can get just a container of water, put a fan on the other side of it, blow the air over it. You're going to, it's going to cool it off. But yeah, like in Nancy's environment, that may or may not be good. Um, but yeah, those, those were, they've been using those in South for who knows how long. Well, the other thing about the uh, magnets on the outside <clears throat> is you need to protect them because, again, yes, they will heat up. They will start to crack. The magnet might separate. But if you put them in a plastic bag, like a sandwich bag, and just, you know, wrap it up tight around it, the magnet will still hold it and everything, and you'll protect the magnet more. Um, I have not have not had a problem with it on my uh, air conditioner because the air conditioner is on the side of the house. It doesn't heat up. Um, but, yeah. Now, the other thing is, is shungite magnets in a car. Because, oddly enough, when you go to put one in your car, you're going to find out that it's a lot of plastic <laughs> in these vehicles. But where I put mine is <clears throat> on the side of the door. There's inevitably some place where you can stick it that is going to be protected out of the way and, you know, go for it. Because the magnetic framework of the vehicle itself works with the magnet to create a shungite field throughout the car. And um, I, I wouldn't want to be in a car without the shungite magnet on it. Well, there's well, something there's else, else you can else do you can... for uh, your uh, uh, shungite magnets in the, in the car because I have it for the, the shungite resonator inside the car. I just buy uh, Velcro pads at the hardware store and you and you can you know attach them to the, the, the dashboard or the card and uh, you can put them on or remove them because it's just Velcro and that you, you don't have an issue with the heat of disabling that rubber. It's uh -huh. Good idea. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're two minutes out. Um, yes, Radio 5G is going to be tomorrow morning. And tonight is uh, at 6 o'clock Eastern Time is Cosmic Reality Radio Show. Uh, myself and I'm assuming Walt will be there. I'm not sure Dolly's going to be up for it, but we'll see. Maybe we'll have to ask beg Mona to come back. <laughs> And uh, you guys want to say good night to everybody or good day? Yeah, thank you, everybody. I appreciate you being here. And thanks, Walt, Mark, Nancy. Yeah, thanks, everybody. There was a quick question about three dots of Shungai paint or Shungai rubber. I'm not sure what that was in regards to, to Derek. Um, oh, I didn't see. I wasn't in chat right now. But yes, you can do that. You can. So let's say you have little tiny earbuds or something like that. Um, and we have the shungite rubber little jar that you can so you can dab it and yeah I would suggest three just like Nancy had uh, originally said three is a cohesiveness works together well so if you can get three dots of shungite rubber on something um, that's a great idea liquid rubber he's talking about the fact right, he's sorry liquid, liquid rubber that's, yep yeah yeah although you could cut a tiny piece of the shungite rubber and tape it to those things too yeah you can so any yeah. of those ways will work right Walter, you want to say good night or good? Well, bye. thank you for thank you for the gracious invitation. It's really fun because uh, I, we get to talk about all these te technical things. So thank you. I have a super day, everybody. And I'm going to say have a great day too to everybody on the panel here and you guys out there in listening land. Appreciate you much. 
And hopefully we'll see you at Shungite tonight on Radio 5G tomorrow. Be safe. You have been listening to the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.